this time. Hello and welcome, all our wonderful listeners. This is Chance Time. It's a podcast that's not about vampires, but everything else is about vampires lately. So maybe this podcast will become about vampires. But right now, this podcast is about video games. Uh, I'm Paul Bills, and with me is Ryan Speakman. Blah! <laughs> that was a perfect vampire noise. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Curtis could do it too. Are you guys voice actors? Oh my gosh. Oh, also, Curtis Lowe is here. Hi, I'm Googling vampires. <laughs> Unfortunately, bad news. It's a series of books by British author Justin Somper. I mean, it had to be. It's just too good to not be taken. Well, I hate but it now. Has anyone has anyone adapted it into video games? Maybe you can get that license, stash that up quick. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to grab it, you know. Before, before. Just a... Let's see. It started in two thousand five. Book six came out in two thousand eleven. Just uh, switch it around and call it Pyre Pyres. Pyre Pyre. Pyre Uh, that's a that's a trademark we we claim trademark please don't steal this from us i don't see anything about i don't see anything about vampiracy though we're in so is that a is that enough of an adjustment that trademark won't come knocking on your door well i i think if we change it from pirates of the sea to pirate of uh media it works a little better. Yeah, there you go. Our, the real our issue is uh, for vampiracy to take off is going to be SEO because if you Google vampiracy, all you get is vampires. Uh, all these books. We'll get all there. Right. It's distinct we'll enough. Get, yeah, our game will take off. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll blow up on Steam in early access. We don't even have to finish it. <laughs> I feel like maybe Ryan should go first in our one thing <laughs> that people could get context about what we're talking about. No, I like the trend of talking about whatever we were talking about before we hit record <laughs> and just continuing as if everybody else was a part it, of that yeah. conversation. Yeah, everyone's just in on it. <laughs> Actually, the announcement is that it's up on our Patreon. If you're in the first tier, the bronze tier, you can get this bonus content. <laughs> The pre-record sesh. The pre-recordings. <laughs> Don't worry, that's a joke. We'll never sell out. Yeah, we're not going to sell out to our fans. Or, <laughs> well, who would we sell out? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so did one thing start? Mike Struckerberg's one thing. Mike Struckerberg's one thing has begun, and uh, Ryan's going first. All right. So, my fiance Charlotte. Uh, her bridal shower was this week, the weekend, and so she's been out of town. So I was like, prime opportunity to uh, get some new games. So I bought two new games. One has been on the top of my uh, wish list for uh, ever since it came out. And... The other one is uh, 
something I could easily tack on to that purchase because it's a $3 game that is very popular right now. What could it be? And boy, oh boy, was I surprised which one I ended up playing more. But let me talk about the first one real quick. Tunic. An am yes. amazing game so far. Uh, it's very addictive when I'm in the game. And it's got a really cool mechanic where you're collecting pages of an instruction manual. It's basically like a Zelda clone. But as you're kind of traversing the overworld, you don't really have any instruction. And then you find these pages of this old instruction booklet. And as you kind of piece things together, you kind of figure out what you're supposed to do that way. And so, for instance, there's like these weird obelisks that are scattered around in certain areas. And you're like, I know I need to do something with this, but there's no indicator of what I sh what I need to do with it. And then I eventually got a page that showed me a diagram of a controller and said, hold A next to these things. And sure enough, after holding A for like three to five seconds the character starts to interact with this object. And so it's cool little like puzzles like that. But I just got to a boss that is so difficult that I feel like I missed something. And so I'm trying to go back and see if I like missed a weapon or if there's another page that will kind of enlighten me of how to beat it. Cause it was very difficult. Um, but really cool game. But yes, the other one is Vampire Survivors, the uh, the hot it game right now. Well, it was. I don't know if it still is, yeah, but except for the other vampire game, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know if I would call Vampire Survivors a roguelike. Yeah, it's got elements of really. it, but the levels have the same waves. So the the enemies aren't really randomized that much. I think you you do you get the ability to randomize them later. But essentially it's a very simple game. 2D, 8-bit aesthetic. You're a guy walking around and waves and waves of enemies come towards you. You kill an enemy, they drop little experience points. Every level you get to, uh, when you get enough experience points, you level up, and at every level, you are able to either choose a new weapon to add to your arsenal or level up one of your existing weapons or add some sort of modifier, like extra damage, extra health, etc., etc. And the waves keep getting bigger and bigger, and the enemies start getting more and more health and so you're trying to kind of look for the right build right weapon combo to um to kind of level up with the enemies and let me tell you it's very satisfying when you find the right build and there's like hidden weapon evolutions that you can get and once you get one of those it's like a huge game changer in how you play the game and it's three dollars so 
I don't think you there's any uh, PC specs you have to worry about with this game. <laughs> so if you have a computer, I think the $3 is worth it. Um, and I don't know if I did a good job of explaining it, but it is addictive in a different way that when I'm not playing it, I think, oh yeah, the goal of each level is to survive for 30 minutes. I forgot to add that detail. Um, Wait, I didn't even know that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Where? What told you that? Um, I think it might have been in the game, in the store page description. Oh. Wow. I've but learned something. <laughs> I might have also, it might be one of the achievements, which I frequent that page to see how to like on the on right. the steam page and i think some of the characters have unlocks that are like survive with this character for 30 minutes yeah um just so the listeners know i have literally 10.6 hours of playtime in this game and i did not know that was the basic goal <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I I have a similar amount of time in this game, Paul. And I think we probably uh, got equal amount of achievements. I've got a little bit more. But I've also looked up a bunch of stuff because I'll just be sitting yeah, there and I, I'm like, I got 30 minutes. I could try to do this. I have looked up nothing. I, I was... I just go totally blind and I'm just like, how long can I last? This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is very fun. And um, I like unlocking the new characters. Every time I unlock a new character, I get very excited. Yeah. That is exciting. Have you done the cat lady yet? I don't think so. I hate her. Oh, yes. I have done the cat lady and I don't get the cat. Yeah, they suck. They just the kinda... cat is bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. If you ever do look something up, I suggest looking up the uh, the weapon evolutions. Yeah, I have run into two of them. I think. Okay. Yeah. They are they are very exciting when they do happen. Yeah, but also I feel the need to uh, point out that this game is now on game pass as well so if you don't have three dollars oh, but yeah. you have ten dollars a month you can play this game <laughs> on game pass <laughs> I, I, have you tried it on game pass because i, I haven't been able to get a controller to work with this oh i've all of my playtime is on the steam deck uh, that's what i figured yeah um and i wonder if i'm just doing something wrong because literally all you really need to do is move like that yeah. is literally the only mechanic in this game yeah move and click upgrades yeah i, remember if I played with the keyboard or not i feel like i did it with the controller i'll i'll have to check again because when i was doing it it was not working it says full controller support on the page too then i am doing something wrong <laughs> um but now i'm used to the keyboard so We'll see if I ever go back. But yeah, it's... Uh, what a game. I will probably continue to play it. And already 
they have added new achievements and characters twice since I started playing. Yeah, that's what's crazy is it's technically early access. Yeah. And it, it does not feel like it. Like, it already feels kind of overwhelming to me. Like, there's too much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the minimum requirements are an Intel Pentium 4 processor or later, one gigabyte RAM, and 250 megabyte space. So, yeah, don't worry about minimum requirements on this one. <laughs> if you don't buy this game, just throw $3 away, and I will count that. It'll be a lot more disappointing, but um, yeah, Vampire Survivors. It's as good as everyone says, but it's also so simple. Yeah, it is nuts. To, like that's my th biggest like reaction to it is it's like literally a one button and stick. And like, really, the button doesn't even really do anything. It's really just walk around. That yeah. is the game. <laughs> but it makes that so interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's it. We were All talking right. about that and V Rising, which is the other popular yes. vampire game out right now. But none of us have actually played V Rising, right? So we can't actually talk Not about us, that yeah. one. We just we just know it's popular. <laughs> vampires are in again. We've come we've come back around to vampires. Uh Curtis, what is your official Mike Struckerberg TM TM one thing TM? Um my official one thing is the death of video games. <laughs> Oh, no, it's spread. It's contagious. <laughs> I do want to make it clear that video games have resurrected for me. <laughs> Tunic and Vampire like, Survivors is all I needed. Like, that's like it. maybe a that's vampire. It's come back from the dead. It's come back. It's undead. <laughs> for some reason, that doesn't seem as hopeful if I say video games are undead for me. <laughs> But it is on brand for video games. So, uh, yeah, Paul, what's your one thing? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I thought you were serious for like half a second. I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, we're moving on. No, I do have quite quite the tale to relay to you. Oh, here we go. Um, okay. By the death of video games, I of course mean the closing of the Wii U. Eshop. Oh uh, <laughs> yes, and the 3DS eShop. Um, Video games closing. Didn't die, I they mean, were murdered. They were murdered. Too young. By Nintendo. Too young. How could they? To their own children. No. Um, <laughs> so Sunday was the last day to add funds to either of these shops with a credit card. So you can still technically buy things on them, but you have to use a uh, gift card. So you can't really get the exact amount, so it's kind of annoying now. So anyway, the perfect, like, you know, the good time period to buy games is basically gone for all intents and purposes, in my opinion, anyway. Um, 
And that's not a terrible thing. You know, I was planning for it. I had a list of games that I wanted to buy before this happened. Um, so Sunday night, my two SD cards, I bought two 64 gigabyte SD cards, uh, one for the Wii U, one for my 3DS, to be able to buy and download my stuff. Um, you really went all Wii out. U, the Wii U especially is like, Nintendo doesn't want me to buy anything on their Wii U anymore. It's like, <laughs> like they made it so difficult. If you try to buy anything on a Wii U, it won't let you make a purchase unless you have room to download the game. If you don't have room, you cannot make a purchase. A few, like probably a month ago, I found a game on my wish list that was on sale for $3. I was like, great. I'm going to buy this game for my Wii U. And I couldn't do it because I didn't have room to download it. It would not let me buy the game and then download it later. That's not an option, apparently. Um, so it's, it's dumb. It's real dumb. <laughs> I don't know why it's <laughs> like this. Um, the 3DS, if you dig deep enough on the eShop on Nintendo's website, you can get the 3DS games and buy them there, and then it'll do the whole download to your console thing like the Switch. Which is ironic to me because the 3DS is older than the Wii U is. So I don't know why the 3DS has this capability. It's really like Nintendo buried the Wii U and you have to like just fight to be able to buy anything on it. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, the 3DS I wasn't too stressed about. I already bought, all I wanted was the Kid Icarus game. Um, that's the one game that like I can't really find a game like that on the Switch or anything, you know? Kid Icarus, that's like the last Kid Icarus game that to come out, and I heard it was good, so I wanted to play it. Kid Icarus um, Uprising. Kid Icarus Uprising, yeah. Um, so I have that bought. I had it bought like a month ago, so I'm not stressed about that. And then I wanted to buy a Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Wii U, or the Wii through the Wii U. You know, you get it. Um, Mario Galaxy 2. And then I also wanted to get uh, the NES Remix. Just one of them. I think I got the second one because I like the games that were featured on that one better. Um, but I couldn't buy them because I didn't have an SD card. So my SD card gets here Sunday. I slide it into the Wii U. And it can't find the SD card. I'm like, that's weird. I put in a 3DS. Put the other one into the 3DS. It says I cannot detect the SD card. Like, okay, that's really strange. Maybe I have to format it, but I can't get it to format on the systems. So I start Googling it. Turns out they only, both of these systems only accept up to 32 gigabyte SD cards. I had purchased 64 gigabytes, so they oh don't my work. Gosh. <clears throat> so then I went through this whole thing of trying to format it to, I forget uh, the specific term. is like SFAT something or other. To basically trick things into thinking it's a 32 gigabyte SD card while it still has 64 gigabytes of space. Apparently, this is a thing you can do. So I was like, okay, this doesn't sound too difficult. So I tried to do it through File Explorer, doesn't work. The option's not even there. I tried to do it through some command line thing on my computer, option's not there. Um, I downloaded a so third party software. I was like, oh, it's a free download. I'm like, great, I'll use that. That shouldn't sound too bad. And I get there, and then the feature I need to use is behind a paywall. I'm like, okay, great, that's not helpful. So didn't do that. Found another way to do it on 
a software that's just native to Windows. That doesn't work. And at this point, I'm like, this is frustrating. I do a little more Googling. Turns out the Wii U will think will can accept USB devices above 32 gigabytes, just not SD cards. And if you have an SD card plugged into a, a USB adapter, it'll think it's a USB device. The website, the website is explicitly said to not depend on this uh, storage me- method. But I was like, okay, um, I know I can re-download things in the future, even if I just have to, I just need them purchased by tonight. And in order to purchase them, I just need to have enough space to start a download. So <laughs> I plugged my little USB adapter with SD card in the Wii U, and it thinks it's a thing. So I am able to, this is like at 1130 at night. I'm like down to the wire at this point. And then I managed to buy the three games I want and they immediately start the download. I immediately canceled the downloads and I went to bed. <laughs> so I have the things bought, but I still can't play them because I can't download them unless I do the weird uh, USB adapter thing. So now I have bought a really tiny flash drive. I'm just going to plug into the Wii U and a 32 gigabyte SD card on Amazon that should get here later this week. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to see if I can return the other SD cards. I ripped open the packages, so I don't know. I think Amazon will still take them. I'm not sure. But anyway, that is that is the story of the death of video games. Uh, here's my here's my question. Are you going to immediately play these games the second you're able or will they just sit there and you'll feel good that you have them and they're available? I plan on playing them, but I'll probably just feel good that they're there and play Elden Ring or something (laughs) instead. So let me tell you. Totally totally fine. Really, really, let let me say this though. Honestly, I can't really, I have a lot of games on my Switch that I want to play and I just, for whatever reason, nothing's really pulling me in. And I just keep bouncing from game to game, trying stuff, and nothing's really landing for me. So if anything, I'm probably going to play Kid Icarus first. Just because nothing on the Switch is really hitting for me. Yeah. So I'll probably give that a shot. And I have you moved my Wii U up to my office, so it's plugged into my computer monitor. Um, so that is going to make it more likely that I play something on the Wii U. So we'll see. Granted, those are Wii games, so I have to have the sensor bar. So that's a little awkward. Metroid Prime might be a little weird when I'm sitting like five feet from the screen, but we'll see how that goes. I thought about all the games I wanted on the 3DS eShop before it closed for the past like three months. And then the last day came and I was like, I don't care. I'll never play these. <laughs> yeah, I had a really long list too, and it did get to the point where like I'm, I still want to buy something. I still want to get some mm, stuff. Yeah. Chris was like the number one thing, because uh, yeah, I just there's not any other games like it available on the Switch. I looked at like Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, then it's like I have I have Luigi Mansion three on my Switch. I can replay that one. That one's really good. I don't really feel the need to play that one, you know. Um, uh, yeah. If so. you ever want to borrow Dark Moon, I I know someone who has it. Yeah, I mean, 
That's the thing. Uh, the Luigi Mansion, the third one exists on Switch, and I have it, you know. And as much as I like that game, I don't have like if I don't really feel like trying to go back and playing the the second one, you know. Yeah, I didn't but, even beat the second one. Yeah. The 3DS was a weird console for me where I bought it when most of the games were already out. And so I bought too many games and didn't beat enough of them to justify buying them all. <laughs> <laughs> but I played them all. Yeah. That's how my PlayStation kind of is. But yeah. That is my eShop tale. Wow. It's honestly kind of frustrating how difficult it was to buy things on the Wii U just because the the whole download thing really kind of ruined it. Like that was a huge obstacle. And I don't know why they have it that way. I was just I don't understand why they it won't let me just buy the game and then download it later. I don't know. I'm really surprised the Wii U wasn't more popular. Yeah, what's with that? Why doesn't why don't people like the Wii U? <laughs> We're done, Paul. You could move on. Well, I was gonna say it's now we understand why everything got ported to Switch. They were like, <laughs> "Quick, they might want to play these games." These games, really, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how difficult it was to. I don't know. I wonder if it was if they've changed it or what. But like. If you try to buy a Wii U game through the website online, like on a computer, you can't. Like, I could not find any Wii U games available there at all. I had to go through the Wii U. Like, it's just kind of weird. And even the 3DS, you really have to dig for them. It's like, if you're going to sell these games, like, sell them. Why are you burying all of them, you know? (laughs) It's weird. That is very interesting. Yeah, I'd love to look at their sales numbers for not this month because i'm sure this was a great month for them for everybody trying to get all the games at the last minute but i wonder if what they sold in the past year before this month um the only thing i know for sure is that the total number of switch sales of the hardware actual switch consoles has surpassed the total number of wii u software sales (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that happened like in the what last month or so i think what a stat <laughs> oh, gosh. so sad for the wii u that's hilarious <laughs> uh all right so should i do my one thing now you're yeah. the host you decide you can cut me off whenever <laughs> you should start otherwise i'm going to start saying something else Okay. I'll mute well, myself. <laughs> my one thing this week is extremely short because I'm just playing the same games I've been playing for weeks: Fortnite and Persona, and Vampire uh, Survivors, and and some Vampire Survivors thrown in there. Uh, my one thing I just want to call out: Have either of you heard of a video game that is not yet released but has a couple trailers? called pal world no i have not what is it p-a-l-p-p-a-l world pal world no 
this showed up in my YouTube like home feed, the the algorithm feed, whatever they call it. And the title of the video I saw was Pal World Dash Official Trailer Parentheses Pokemon like shooter game. Mm, I think I, I have heard of this oh, actually. Oh, I've seen yeah. screenshots of this. Yeah, so they just released a new trailer and even with how crazy you might think it is just hearing that premise, this trailer is quite the emotional roller coaster. They're trying to do so many things at once and it was like Can we like, can you share it with us? Can we watch it live right now and <laughs> Is it long? Sure. No, it's a minute and thirty six seconds. Yeah. So let me let me give you guys this link here. I'm looking at screenshots and I don't <laughs> It is just let me mute this. Like ad. I said, like uh however crazy you think it is, it's even weirder. <laughs> Are you guys all watching? Yeah, we're watching. All right. Is is the Okay, there it is. Oh my gosh, that's oh, It looks beautiful so far. <laughs> that one has a mini gun. Oh. <laughs> that took a turn. So is it like Pokémon Snap with guns in some part? Uh, oh I mean... no. It oh looks no! Like, it looks oh, like just Pokemon, like Pokemon MMO. So like more interactive Pokemon. What the heck? And there's like fusing, I guess. <laughs> but then there's, there's like guns. Yeah. World. And the creature design is actually like above average for Pokemon ripoffs. Yeah, that one looks like Totoro mixed with <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Did you and get then, to the and the then part? the turn and then the turn at right. fifty-seven a seconds? A secret organization is capturing them and making them make guns. <laughs> <laughs> and then a penguin gets eaten by Brontosaurus-like Pokemon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and that is going on. Yeah, and then using a chicken to shoot eggs as grenades and. <laughs> But and then it's fake Lucario fights yeah. fake Zorua. Because each design looks like a Pokemon you know, but slightly altered. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that whole section in the middle of like the evil organization forcing the Pokemon to work the factory line is just <laughs> like, what the crap? And then the weird, like predator scenario that you never see an actual pokemon of a bigger a bigger pokemon eating a smaller pokemon yeah <laughs> like i just feel like totally this is just all over the place and i'm just wondering like where where is this going and there's no like release date there's no platforms there's nothing there's just this trailer that may or may not be a real thing this 2022 is all it says <laughs> Yeah, I can't tell. Uh, like this, uh, this game looks like it could be fun, but just from that trailer, I'm like, I don't think I have any desire to ever even try this. 
Yeah. I mean, so it's on my like, wish list now. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it looks like better produced than most Pokemon ripoffs. Yeah. But but it's also what what is this? This is Why one would you do this? that I want to watch YouTubers play. Yeah, yeah. if anything, I need to know what happens to this. Name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it ever actually even comes out, I want to see. Yeah, like gameplay of people playing it and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of those designs, especially at the end, seem close enough that legal action could be taken. So I wonder if that will happen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they do look a lot like other Pokemon for sure. Yeah. So, so there you go. That's we'll see what happens to that thing. I'm just gonna throw it out to the listeners now. You know, whenever you see that title, make sure you make sure you do that click because you're in for a ride every time, no matter what it is. Pal world. So that's it. Those that's the one things. We did it. Woo. So it's time for topic of the show. Are and I didn't supposed to say something. <laughs> no, I did a big pause. Drum roll. The topic of the show is delays. Woo! So ah. I, I delayed announcing the topic. Clever. <laughs> Vamp delays. So, <laughs> Just so <ignore> delay. <laughs> uh, impossible. We will never do that, Ryan. That's why the show is failing. Uh oh, yeah. Delays? That reminds me. Yeah, I will forget uh, this every other time. Shout out to uh, the listeners who gave us positive reviews on iTunes. Oh, yes, thank you. Uh. I am pretty sure it's uh, Discord members. Uh, oh, they jumped in there for us. Yeah, I don't. I I believe uh, it's a friend of the show, Sam Driggs, is one of them. Wow, nice. And sister-in-law of the show, Sourdough. <laughs> sister-in-law of the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I, well, I don't yeah. remember. I'd have to double check. So if you guys didn't do that. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was probably after we uh, were touting our negative reviews that we had about that. on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, friends of the show. We appreciate it. We will do our best to live up to your positive reviews. I mean, I'm I'm not going to make that promise. <laughs> uh, anyway, delays. Uh, delays are in the news a lot, uh, especially the last week or so. Um, but I mean, delays have been in the news forever, but there was two especially prominent delays. Uh, Starfield, Bethesda's space RPG. And Redfall, which is Arcane's new multiplayer vampire, another vampire game, vampire shooter. Um, I saw a poll on IGN. I was looking up game delays, and there was a poll on IGN asking, what's the most disappointing delay of 2022? And 
I was shocked to see that Starfield beat out Breath of the Wild 2 by a significant margin. Um, so apparently that is, is a very big delay for a lot of people. A lot of people were really, really looking forward to Starfield. And uh, it's a win for me because that was one of my predictions for 2022 is that Starfield would not release, even though it had a it had a hard release date. It was November 11th, 2022. And it is now delayed out of the year, along with Redfall. And Redfall is also surprising because it was supposed to be summer 2022. It wasn't even like in the holiday season. Um, so it got delayed several months. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about delays. Um, we wanted to talk about delays in general. Um, so I wanted to open it with just a pretty broad question um, for the two of you. Ryan and Curtis, what are the most like significant or impactful delays that you remember that were like the biggest deal to the biggest people? Um, but then also we'll get into personally impactful delays. But first, what do you remember were like the biggest delay headlines? Uh, Curtis, let's go with you first. Oh, no. Man, you, maybe... <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I feel like the only delays I can really remember are the past, like, I don't know, five years or so, maybe. Yeah, totally fine. Like, before that, I can't remember delays being, like, a big topic. Yeah, it does seem to be happening more and more often. Yeah, and more recently. Um, I feel like maybe, uh, oof. Maybe Halo Infinite because it missed the uh, um, what do you call it? The launch window of the Xbox Series X. Yes, I, so forgot, I, forgot. I actually forgot about Xbox that. But yeah, that was a big deal. Out. Yeah, they didn't really have a launch game after that. Yeah, that was the launch game, and they delayed it. That's a good one. Yeah, that's very impactful. Ryan, what's one you remember? There's one I was thinking of just now that left my brain. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Duh. Metroid Prime 4. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> one... An unfinished story. <laughs> yeah, that one is significant to me because they were like, we're making it. And then they waited so long and have shown nothing and have only said yeah. it's going to be longer until they have said, all right, we're scrapping the entire thing and starting from the ground right. up. Yeah. Do you even call that a delay? <laughs> That's yeah. true. A reboot. I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's a mega delay. It's still a brand of delay, but it's, it's a step above. <laughs> it's just a, just a redo. Um, yeah. Mulligan. Another big one, I'm looking at a list of biggest delays right now. The mm -hmm. one that I was reminded of was Last Guardian. Yes. Where everyone was waiting for that for a while. And that one ended up disappointing, right? Uh, I think it was... I think it was... It wasn't, uh, it wasn't universally disappointing. Yeah, okay. it wasn't universally disappointing, but it wasn't like universally incredible either. Do we do we count something like Metroid Dread? Not really, because they 
Yeah, so that's yeah. Keep going. Uh, I I um, don't know because they didn't really officially announce that ever, and so I don't yeah, so really think I count it. There's a lot. Yeah, that's interesting too because there's like unspoken delays, and then there's like spoken delays because there's like games that everyone knows is happening, like Grand Theft Auto Six. Everyone knew and has known for almost ten years now. That of course they would make Grand Theft Auto Six, but the first time that Grand Theft Auto Six was officially recognized as a thing that's happening, like out in public, was only earlier this year, and all they said was they're working on it. So I do feel like some delays are impactful because everyone has known for so long that it would happen, even though it wasn't like officially said, it wasn't officially delayed. Yeah. Um, so there's kind of like headcanon delays. I don't know how else to describe it, where it's like everyone knows this should be coming, but it just keeps not happening. And then there's like official delays of we said it would be this date or we said it would be this year. And now we're saying it can't. Um, so, yeah, it all kind of blends together in in terms of audience perception, for sure. Yeah. Um, two more on this list that I think are worth shouting out is Diablo 3, which they say started development in 2001, but it was announced in 2008. And, wow. Uh, I forget when it came out. It doesn't actually say. Didn't it come out? It was like 2012. Okay, yeah. yeah. 2012, yeah. Um, and then the one I've heard about because it was so long, but I, I don't really have anything invested in this, is Duke Nukem Forever. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That one took 15 years to finally get out into the world. And it was not worth it. <laughs> yeah, that was I've heard really about that game. It was not, not worth it. it. Uh, a game that I know I talk about a lot on this podcast, but belongs in this discussion, is No Man's Sky. Mm, yeah. Because. Jason Schreier, games journalist, leaked that it was going to delay before it was officially delayed. And the hype for that game was so high that he was getting like death threats. He was getting people like so mad at him and saying that like he should lose his job and he was just trying to get attention. And then like two days later, the actual delay came out and it was just this huge mess. Because that game had been delayed so many times already, and it got delayed again. It was just that was that was a bad day on the internet, especially the gaming internet. Well, I know that we'll probably get to this later, but that story alone makes it no surprise to me that in they certain developers get to a point. Where they're like, well, everyone will hate us so much if we don't release this at this point. <laughs> and then they end up releasing yeah. something that is not finished. <laughs> which is more unfortunate <laughs> to most people, I think. Right. Yeah, so I was going to do this later, but let's jump to this question now. Um, ooh, because ooh, what you real just quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Go one more it. to throw out there. We don't have to talk about it at all. But uh, Cyberpunk 2077. 
Yes. Also had a lot of delays and probably should have a lot more. And probably. That's and that was one where I feel like they were saying, if we don't just release it, they'll kill us. Um, yeah. And also, if we don't just release it, we won't make any money. So we have to make money. So they did just release it. Well, on the opposite side of that spectrum is Breath of the Wild, which I remember seeing tons of trailers for over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And they just kept delaying it and they didn't care. And they were like, well, it'll be out when it's ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it paid off. It did. Except for me. The poor sucker who bought a Wii U to play the new Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you still played it on the Wii U, though. I did play it on the Wii U. <laughs> I've never played Breath of the Wild on a Switch before. And I don't know if this is still true, but in the beginning, all of the speedrunners played on Wii U. So, there oh you really? Dang, yeah. you're a speedrunner, Curtis. I'm with the elite <laughs> company there. Yeah. Um, but all of this actually still feeds into the, the same question. So, you can't talk about game delays without talking about the quote. No, oh, a yes. delayed a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. Uh, this is attributed to Shigeru Miyamoto. You've probably seen the meme on Twitter or elsewhere a, a billion times every time a game delay is announced. But I learned today that uh, there, there's no evidence that Shigeru Miyamoto is the source of this quote, apparently. Uh, some guy did some deep dive into it, and apparently it's just like a thing that game developers all said in like the late 90s. And so, yes, Shigeru Miyamoto said it at one point, but he's not the earliest record of it. And anyway, so this is just like a, a game industry phrase that is attributed to Shigeru Miyamoto, but did not come from him. Um, it's probably Reggie. But... <laughs> it's probably Reggie. <laughs> but here's my question. Isn't that just straight up false at this point? Like, do we need to keep sharing that quote because there are plenty of games that came out bad and are now good because updates are a thing and early access is that but on purpose right like should we keep sharing this meme every time a game is delayed what do you guys think mm, I think it still holds true actually okay um I mean, it's weird that it's about semantics, but if you release it as early access, I know what I'm buying. Right. The label is accurate. And if a game releases bad, or unfinished, if you will, let's, say, let's take Cyberpunk 2077, for, uh, for example, where lots of bugs on launch not really the high-tech experience they were promising. And they promised it would all be patched and fixed over time. And have they fixed some of the stuff over time? Yes. But, I don't know, it just... I, I don't really... I think when I buy a game, especially that big in scope or promised like with all those promises attached to it 
I kind of feel like I want to play that game in the moment I buy it rather than, or I guess the moment I start playing it is when I want to play it. But when I hear stuff like that, I won't buy it until it's done. I don't really know what my point is here, but. <laughs> but you're yeah. saying you should still release it when it's ready. You shouldn't release like it still holds true. It shouldn't be rushed. It should be held back till it's ready. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking at 2070 Cyberpunk 2077, that's like worst case scenario to the point where it was so bad that Sony was offering refunds on it. And actually took it off the store. You and even took it down it from the store. You couldn't even purchase it. Yeah. Like, that's worst case scenario. I don't think that's ever really <laughs> happened before. <laughs> but even then, <clears throat> like something like No Man's Sky comes out and it's awful on release and the day one patch still can't fix it to where people to where it's uh uh the game that people were expecting right that i feel like that does does so much damage to a game and i think no man's sky has kind of set this weird precedence or not precedence expectation that games can release and then be patched later and then become good when I'm struggling to think of another game that successfully pulled it off like No Man's Sky did. And even with No Man's Sky, I feel like it would have been better if they said, we are far, we are way farther behind than we thought, so we're slapping early access on this, and we'll yeah. show you what we have you so far. That. It's like, hey, this is early access title. Um, we're still working on a lot of features and bugs and everything. So if you want to buy this game's early access, we would love your feedback. That's totally different than releasing the game. But like, I don't know. I think of like Anthem. That game flopped and did terribly, you know, um, and never really recovered. Avengers, same story. <laughs> like, there's a lot of these games that release, and then it's like, oh, maybe they can just do what No Man's Sky did and patch it, and then it'll be good. And it, if, year or two and it's just it's not really happening anymore i feel like no man's sky was kind of a fluke that way like an exception not fluke an exception to the rule was avengers delayed Um, i don't know if avengers was delayed i don't think so i i don't know i don't think it was i felt like it was it was too big to delay there's too many people wanting that money well that was i feel like that was the classic one of how I feel like things should be announced and released where they announced it like six months before it was coming out. I think it was delayed. Oh, it was? Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm double checking. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a big delay. Okay. Um, game was originally set to come out on May 15th. This was 2020. And then it came out in September. So there was a small delay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even remember that. Hmm. Um, but you guys played into my next question of is early, is early <laughs> access a viable answer to the problem of delays? Like, do you think people would accept games releasing earlier in the cycle just being you know labeled as early access do you think that would be overall good for most games or 
or would it not work for some games, I guess? I think big, bigger games it doesn't work for. I don't think it would have helped Cyberpunk. Um, mostly because, I don't know, it, with, it, with games with a story, it doesn't really work to me. Yeah, because you want to play it start to finish. Yeah, and like if Spider-Man like, had a bunch of bugs, it would have ruined the game. Right. Like I, uh, they needed to, and it wasn't delayed or had any problems, but I don't know. I feel like with most indie games, it does work. Most of them. And more like social multiplayer yeah. games where like features are added around the core gameplay rather than having like a main quest line. Yeah. But what about like... That's a weird one though, like this like online... What's the word? Li- not living... Or just yeah, constantly service, updated service game service. Yeah. Game as a service scenario, because it's not like, like when is the actual launch of a game, you know, in that right. case, because it's just constantly reinventing itself. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about like rainbow six siege where it's at now, I guess you could even argue that it's release was basically early access based on how much content there is in the game now. Yeah. Like same with at the uh, same time, Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, but they weren't like buggy or incomplete at launch. They've just added a bunch of stuff yeah. over time. Yeah. But like, like what if they released Overwatch Two early access? Where <laughs> I was like, we're not done with the PVE, but we want the PvP to go live. So you can buy Overwatch 2 now. It's it's not all the features we promised. Isn't that just a beta? Yeah, I guess that's what that is. Huh? That's what they've done. So I guess like online multiplayer games that. are called a beta. <laughs> I mean, they don't, so much really typically don't sell a beta, though. You, you know, you're like, True. Yeah. Isn't that what they or did least, with Halo? I don't know what they're doing with Overwatch 2, honestly. <laughs> With Halo Infinite, you mean? Yeah, didn't they just yeah, release they did. the uh, multiplayer and kind of like even I didn't play it, so I I don't know anything about well, it. Well, they released the multiplayer and the campaign, but they didn't release co-op campaign, mm-hmm. which they promised would be in the yeah. game. But they did release the multiplayer like a week earlier or something. They just yeah. randomly released it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I think it's a case by case basis. I think the real solution is just don't announce it. Don't announce it until it's pretty close to being done. Yeah, that was actually my next question. Do you think studios should hold off longer on announcing games? If it's like a case where like you're looking at a game and you're like, there's a good chance it's going to be ready to be released in three months or six months or whatever. Um, and worst case scenario, you delay it once for a few more months, and then that's it. That's totally fine. Like like with Elden Ring, <clears throat> it was scheduled for, what, January, and then it came out in, was it only a month later? Yeah. It was, like, it was that's, like January something, 20-something to February 20-something. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you give it up to like a three month to delay after you announced it six months six months ago, like that's not a huge deal to me. As long as that's like the one time. But if you keep delaying it over and over again after that, then it's a problem. And then it's like, why'd you even announce this? <laughs> if you're if you're delaying it this many times, you probably should have been able to see that it wasn't ready quite yet. You know, I I think it makes sense though, in a sense, because like if you take something like I don't know Metroid Prime Four, or in a similar vein, Spider Man Two. Like, people are going to be asking about that. And people are going to be wondering. And, like, that, I assume, gets your, like, stocks to go up. If you're like, we're announcing this huge game. And then everybody's, like, excited and talking about it. But I think it sometimes blows up in their face, like Metro Prime 4 did. But, like, something like Spider-Man 2... Like, I hope that they have a, a more realistic timeline for that one. Yeah. But I, I guess I should. Oh, God. oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I should say that, like, I've never made a video game. <laughs> so I'm sure things can go wrong and then other things can go wrong because of the other thing that went wrong. And like, it can just like domino effect. So I don't know. Saying that you should be able to tell when your game should be ready for release is probably pretty short-sighted of me. <laughs> well, don't because, worry. That is what I uh, said, not you. <laughs> no, that's what I said. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're, both, we're both fools. <laughs> well, here's, here's what I really think. Is I think we're in a time and age where honest and opening, open marketing is the way to go. And so let's say you announce something like Metroid Prime 4. I think you should clue in the fans of what is going on a little bit more, especially before announcing a release date. Mm -hmm. And kind of say, like, here's where we're at with this. You don't have to spoil anything, but, like, I don't really feel like most big game developers are doing this. And I kind of don't understand why. Because I feel like that would put a lot of people at ease. And, like, I feel like more people are okay with delays at this point. And you guys can yeah, correct definitely. me if I'm wrong. But, like... I'd agree with that, yeah. I I don't know. It seems like you can... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say of when you should say when it's coming out. Yeah. But I do... Go ahead. I was going to say, I do think the market would be more okay with more work in progress shots. Like, I don't, I, I don't think anyone else will remember this, but EA, I don't think it was last year, maybe it was two years ago, in their like EA Play showcase, which is basically their E3 thing, they showed like a super rough, like, guy flying around with a rocket launcher in just like a blue box environment with like no textures or anything they like showed that which was very much just like a test environment and said we're working on this thing and that like (laughs) really surprised me (laughs) because 
That was not typical marketing ready material by any stretch of the imagination. And it makes me wonder, like, would people be more open to that? Um, to just more like, here's a character in an empty environment, but here's some cool animations. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of indie people do that more. And I wonder if AAA could just embrace that and just be like, look, we don't really have anything super flashy to show you, but here's a character that we can confirm is returning in this game. And here's one animation cycle that we're, that we think is pretty close to done and just give more drips like that. I just wonder, I don't know. I can't say for sure if that's like an answer, but I wonder if people are more open to that than marketing departments typically allow. Yeah. I I would be fine with that. Yeah. I, I, so I imagine that would be like on a Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. It's just else, like a 30-second no. clip. Yeah. Not anything that people are going to be writing articles about, per se. Just little, yeah, GIF files even of just a walk cycle or something. I feel like Overwatch 2 kind of did that, didn't they? They'd be like, hey, here's the new look for Lucio kind of a thing and just show, share an image. Or am I making that up? No, they did that, but... As someone who's played like hundreds of hours of Overwatch, every time they do that, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so that has not been great for me personally. I've just been like, okay, like I need to see them side by side to even notice anything different <laughs> most of the time. Some of them are more obvious, but so that yeah. one's not as as much of what I'm going for here. Um but yeah, you're right. It, it is a, a little step toward that, where it's like, okay, here's uh, here's just a little bit of information. I do feel like I've seen indie games do that, though. Uh, I feel like, uh, what's that, Gunbrella game mm-hmm. that was announced a while, like a couple of weeks ago? I feel like yeah. they, uh, they send out a few updates or something. I feel like I've seen just random GIFs of them on... Um, on Twitter, and I feel like I've seen a few things like that from uh, what's the oh shoot, Crow Sworn, I think is what it's called. I, I don't know, I haven't heard of this. Uh, it's on it was a what do you call it, Kickstarter. It looks like a weird cross of like Hollow Knight and oh, Mina the Hollower. Oh no, that's what? no, it's not that. That's the Shovel Knight uh, people. Oh yeah, maybe they don't send that many updates out. Maybe I'm making this all up. Maybe this is all fans tweeting fan art. <laughs> uh, one that I've seen a lot of is Sword of Symphony, which is like a, a the premise of the game is you like fight with music. And I'm pretty sure it's just one guy developing the game, but he keeps sharing little clips on TikTok and they've all gone viral. So he has like a ton of people following this game now and it's still just like one character running around in a blank environment. But he has really cool fight animations. So people are really excited, even though there's like not much to the game yet. Is that the one people claim Doctor Strange stole stuff from that? (laughs) Yeah, he was in the news again for that. Yeah, 
I think Doctor Strange mm -hmm. stole stuff from his TikTok videos, basically. Um, you guess... Yeah, and there's a couple other smaller ones that I've seen where it's like, yeah, this this tiny little clip does get me hyped about your game, even though it's not totally done. Like, I don't know. Maybe that only works for people who play a lot of games and can like extend more easily in their imagination like okay this is what it could be but i don't know i think a lot of people could get it yeah i i think most people are pretty informed about this stuff it's it's hard for me to believe that there could still be people who are going to walmart and being like oh this new game is finally out and just like be completely surprised about it. I know those people exist, but right, it just no, those people exist, but those people don't make podcasts about video games. <laughs> That's or true. probably or listen to podcasts about video games, right? <laughs> or play a lot of video games is my yeah. next guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they play the games they play, but not like oh, super wide variety. Yeah. Um, do you guys think? this for the most part this is the standard nintendo method but do you think the method of waiting until a game is almost done and then saying hey we're working on this and then a few months later say it's coming out in three months i feel like nintendo does that with most of their games yeah it, maybe like the, that's the best too that's my yeah. ideal way of doing it personally that's as a as a gamer, uh, <laughs> lowercase g gamer, uh, is that the um, anyway, <laughs> or as a consumer, um, that's my preferred method of doing it just because I don't know. Like, as much as excited I am about like something like Silk Song, I know it exists, and now it's just like in the back of my head. I'm not really that excited about it now because who knows when it's going to show up again no one knows <laughs> you know but like if i don't know like metroid dread was a good example where they showed it off at e3 and then it came out in october and it was great like that's ideal to me agreed there are there are some games though where it's it's just too obvious that they have to be making this next. But I don't think true. they have the luxury to not say anything. Yeah, That's true. All the ones I can't think of that are like, why did you announce this so early? Our games, like the new Elder Scrolls, what are they on, 6? Yeah, Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, and Witcher, yeah. the next Witcher game, GTA 6. Yeah. Breath of the Although, Wild 2. I don't know, maybe not that I one. I think there are, there are some exceptions to this rule, but but yeah, it's just like, because if you don't announce, then you have to control against leaks. And yeah. I feel like for a lot of these huge studios, it just gets too impossible to control the leaks that you just have to say something, even though it's still years away. So yeah, it, I imagine it's extremely frustrating for these studios to try to decide what to do. Yeah, especially um, when, I mean, yeah. I pointed out how I'd never played a video or made a video game before, and I, but I've heard enough stories online about how difficult it can be, you know, and how like just volatile of a process, I guess you could say it is. So I can see why, yeah, when do you announce a game? Like, who knows? You announce it three months out, 
like, hey, this is our, our it's coming out in three months. And then something happens, and, <laughs> you know, and the game breaks yeah. in some weird way you don't expect. So you got to delay it, even though you were so sure it would be on time. Like, right. you know, from what I understand, stuff like that happens. And hopefully it doesn't happen when you have a release date, I guess. Yeah. I would say like one maybe middle ground solution is you say you're making it, but you you don't do like the year announcement. You just don't say anything until you have a pretty solid date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I can, I don't know. I still think the Elder Scrolls six announcement was kind of silly because it was like, it's in development. It's like, great. <laughs> there's no right. year. There's no title. <laughs> like there's... <laughs> There's right. some pretty mountains and a title card, and that was it. But at the same time, you know, people who are really excited about Elder Scrolls, I'm sure, are happy to know that they are indeed working on the sixth one, like to have it at least confirmed so they're not sitting there wondering, you know. I do think it would be yeah. funny if they released a trailer to say, We're no longer working on this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> This franchise is dead. Thank you for your. Oh man, can you imagine like Valve? <laughs> is that a video? We are not working on Half Life Three, <laughs> and we never will. Portal <laughs> Three is never happening. <laughs> but here's an upcoming slate of games that will never happen. <laughs> it's just like Portal Three, <laughs> Half Life Three, uh, Team Fortress Three, <laughs> Steam Two, all the threes, Steam Two. <laughs> um. I think another solution they could do is say, instead of saying coming out 2023, they can say probably coming out 2023. Hopefully coming out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's something to that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it might be pretty interesting. Just Honestly, a lot of games, like depending on like the style of game you're going for you know if it's like a silly or like kind of a comedic game i could see someone being like hopefully coming out this year yeah what what's the more professional way to say that like estimated to come out in yeah. 2023 expected, or something like yeah that. expected to release in 2023 yeah. aiming for 2023 yeah yeah aiming for all those fps but something like <laughs> uh go. Like uh, bug snacks, I could see being like, hopefully releasing in 2022 or whatever. Right. Well, you certainly see some of that on Steam. People have gotten very creative with the release date field on Steam. There's all kinds of like emojis and stuff in there now that's just like, later. <laughs> like, <laughs> when eventually. it's done. And eventually. And wish list now. And it's like, okay, I guess it's good that valve let you put whatever you want in this box. <laughs> yeah. I I do think like aiming for 2023 would save you a lot in the long run. Like if you just say that and then, you know what, it, because if you just slap 2023 on there, that seems so definite. Like it seems so like, Oh yeah, they it's ready. Yeah. It's so much yeah. more disappointing. For sure. And when it's like two or more years out, do you really get that much more hype by saying definitely 2023 versus aiming for 2023? Like, I don't think you would lose very much by qualifying it a little bit. Yeah, you especially in nowadays where you're like people. I mean, people, I feel like 
basically add those words to release dates like that. Yeah. Um, since 2023, and then people are like, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> That's, That's I feel like people good. nowadays are starting to react to it like that, you know, especially yeah. now. Um, I guess we kind of talked a little about how it feels like there's a lot more delays recently than there right. were in years past. And it's probably because of COVID probably has still an impact on that. Mm, um, for sure. But I feel like after COVID and stuff and there's a whole, all of 2020 felt kind of slow in terms of video game releases, understandably so. Um, so I feel like people are more accepting and almost expect it to happen, you know? Yeah, for sure you know, hold it. So hold companies so strictly to these dates as much, especially when it's like a whole year. And I just say 2022 or something like that. Yeah. I feel like even if you keep going that way, I mean, is the, we kind of talked, I mean, we talked about Elder Scrolls already, but like the Breath of the Wild sequel did this too. The original trailer just said now in development. And that's all it was. Don't even give a year. And I think that's fine. I think. Especially for those big franchises where you want to get ahead of the leak. I I think that's the way to go. Yeah. I think ideally is probably like Nintendo's pretty good about this. Um, Where Breath of the Wild 2 keeps getting delayed. And it's obviously like the biggest game that's coming up for them. Um, in terms of hype and everything, but they also have a ton of games coming out this year still. So even though it yeah, sucks true. that Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out next year now, <clears throat> and it's been delayed again, they still got all these other games. So like, it's not like your Switch is going to be just sitting around like, what do I play on this thing? You know, there's still going to be yeah, stuff I mean, to play on it. Whereas Xbox is... That's the issue Xbox has, I feel like. They don't really have yeah, any big AAA releases coming anything. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say for Nintendo, supposedly we're getting mainline Pokemon games this year. So like, yeah, that's that, huge. That, that makes Nintendo's year for free. Like as long as those actually release, they will turn a profit in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Even without Breath of the Wild. Even if they're controversial. They probably yeah. will be. It's every Pokemon game seems to be. Yes, I'm sure the graphics will be terrible. In some way. Yeah, it's going to be awful. Yeah. Those trees are going to look just yeah. like Nintendo 64 trees. Ugh. Endless dunk on Twitter, and then it'll be like the number gonna... three game of the year. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so like, this just ripped off Pal World. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get ahead of it. They're going to give you a gun in Scarlet and Violet before Pal World can do it. Can't wait. Me too. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, the, there is a game as well today. So before we wrap up the topic of the show, uh, we haven't really talked about, to you personally, have there been any delays recently or in your life that have just like really crushed you? Like, oh no, like I, I cannot wait any longer. I can't believe it's getting delayed again. This is terrible. I have one that the second I saw anything about this, I was like, this is the game for me. I need to play this game. <laughs> and it was delayed so many times. And every time I was like, I just had this like 
burning desire that I was just like, I need it though. And I like tried to like lower my, uh, my, my passion for it, but I just couldn't. And that game is Cuphead. Oh yeah, that's a good one. But I mean, it's understandable that they promised a game that looks like an old cartoon. That that got really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was worth the wait when they finally finished it. That's true. It did deliver. That's the biggest one I can think of. I was trying to think of other ones. But I don't know. I, I wasn't playing games as much when Breath of the Wild was announced. And so I wasn't really invested in it. And then when it came out and I got the Switch, that was when I was invested in it. But I wasn't invested in like the lead up or anything. See, I think that is the real way to go. Don't care about the game until it's coming out (laughs) and then and then jump on it. That would be a great marketing campaign. Yeah, we're this should come out in 2023, but don't care about it until it comes out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like for me, I didn't care about The Witcher three until like a month before it came out, and I didn't have to deal with the wait. And I think it was delayed several times. And the same with uh, Metal Gear Five. I did not care about it or watch any of the trailers or anything until like real gameplay came out like a month before it released, and then I got really hyped for it. And then I got it on the day that I thought it was coming out. I didn't have to deal with any delays. <laughs> That's the way to go. Yeah. Curtis, is there any disappointing delays in your life? I mean, we've already mentioned both of them. Breath of the Wild. Because oh, yeah. I was the poor sap who, bought, who wanted, got yes. a Wii U so we could play the new Zelda. Um. Because, yeah, if I had known that was all going to happen, I would have just waited for a Switch. <laughs> but yeah. whatever. It's fine. Um, the other one is obviously Silk Song. Which, an unfinished story. It's we to the point where it's like, hurt you. I mean, did they, I feel like they delayed it one time and then just never <laughs> said anything about it again. Uh, there was that recent. Uh recent update that you'll probably see something from it at some point. Yeah. It's been so long that at this point I'll see it when I see it. Yeah. They can tell me I'm going to yeah. see something soon. I'll be like, okay, I'll believe you when I see it. Well, <laughs> right. th- that was the funny thing is they didn't say you'll see something soon. They literally said, you'll probably see something yeah. at some point. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there I mean, something where they were like, surely like, it can't be much longer? That's what it was. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this is the kind of case where, like, if they were to share, oh, look at this new enemy we made or something, like, just, you know, I don't right. even need a trailer. I just wanted to make sure it's still happening. <laughs> I just want that confirmation that you're still working on it. Like, the blog posts on it. It doesn't have to be a gif of a cool thing. Just, yeah, the blog post is like, surely it's gonna show up soon I'm like okay i mean that's kind of rude but <laughs> <laughs> i do appreciate you confirming that you are still indeed working on this game i mean right. the hope is that they're trying to work for a shadow drop yeah but 
yeah. I'm not I'm not expecting anything. Right. I'm trying not to care. I mean you but what if they did the shadow drop, Curtis? If they get a shadow <laughs> drop, I'm buying it immediately and I'm playing it. <laughs> I'm dropping everything basically. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah. It, it'll happen when it happens. It comes out when it comes out. I'm sure it'll be great when it does. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if it me, did come out and it sucked, I'll be crushed. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance of that at this point. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sorry, for me, the most disappointing delays are actually the ones that delay into a crowd. So, like a recent example is Forspoken, which was supposed to come out in May. It actually was supposed to come out like this week i think it was like the end of may and nothing else is coming out that i care about so it would have been perfect like totally on its own let me chance give me a chance to just dive into it and and really go for it um explore it to its fullest but now that game got delayed into october which has a bunch of games I care about, like Hogwarts Legacy is somewhere around there. Um, maybe not October, but somewhere in the holiday time period. And I don't remember now. Marvel's Midnight Suns is late 2022. It might be in there somewhere. You know, Pokemon Scarlet Violet might be in there somewhere. So now it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I might not play it at least for a while, because it might be right next to something that I want to play more. And that's that's when delays get frustrating for me. It's like, ah, oh, like I had this window where this could be the only game I care about for a while. And now you threw it in the middle of the fire. <laughs> Why'd you do this to me? So those those are the most disappointing to me, but Yeah. It is a bummer. Overall it's still just like whatever. Do what you gotta do. Another Oh yeah. Gotham uh, Knights is another one. Oh yeah. That's Forspoken is October eleventh, Gotham Knights is October twenty-fifth. So now it's like you guys weren't supposed to fight, and now you're fighting. Another unexpected consequence of delays is you have to wait longer for it to go on sale. That's true. Well, and I was gonna say back when we were talking about Elder Scrolls, when you announce two things every delay hurts twice. So like Starfield getting delayed also has to mean that Elder Scrolls six will take that much longer. Mm, yeah. So they've kind of, they've kind of set themselves up for like double pain every time they announce a delay now, because that just means the other thing is also delayed. So that, that can really hurt too when it's like, Oh, that they can't even get through this thing. So the other thing that I really care about is even longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, other crushing delays just to shout out Metroid Prime 4 again <clears throat> just because it's not even because it was delayed just the fact that they made a video and were like we've completely scrapped it and we're starting from zero <laughs> just that was like wow okay yeah, that's, that's some serious damage control that was yeah it really is that's the the crash landing of just like we have to just wipe this slate clean and tell people or we will 
we will be pulling our hair out trying to deal with the expectations. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for the game? Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. Today's game is called Delayed. And it's a pretty pretty obvious one. I'm going to give you a game, and you have to tell me how many years between official marketing announcement and actual release of the game. So here's the twist. Not all of these games were actually delayed. So... But some of them were, and some of them were significantly. And actually, I had to take Duke Nukem Forever off the list, because mm. we already talked about it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, so... Are we are we buzzing in, or are we no, going in terms? No, we'll, we'll alternate. Okay. We'll right. alternate. And last time I hosted a game, I don't remember who went first. <laughs> Does anyone remember? I don't. I don't either. Okay. Let's go with Curtis first. And I'll make a note. The next time Ryan will go first. Next time I do a game. Alright, but if Curtis wins, it's because he went first. It's the only way I'm going to win. So (laughs) I appreciate it, Paul. (laughs) Yeah, you bet. Alright. Well, and another reason I picked Curtis is because he's the one that talked about this game. But let's see if you know. Breath of the Wild. How how many years between official marketing announcement and actual mm. release? Let's say uh, three years. If he gets it wrong, can I guess? Sure, let's do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Uh, Curtis, you are wrong. It is not three years. Mm. I'm going to say seven years. <laughs> Ryan, you are also wrong. Okay. Was it five? <laughs> it, is, it was four. Ugh, 2013, 2013 to 2017. That actually surprised me. I thought it was much longer. Like, I would have guessed seven with you, Ryan, somewhere in there. But well, seven, that's, that's before Skyward Sword even came out. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so no points on the board. The next one is to you, Ryan. I'm ready. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, I'm going to say seven years. (laughs) It's a surefire strategy. That that is incorrect. It's got to be seven years. (laughs) That is incorrect. Curtis, what is your guess? Hmm. Was the I don't even think it was delayed, was it? I'm gonna say no years. No years. So they announced it and released it the same year. Yeah. Where they announced it and they it, it released on their announced release date. Yeah. Uh, that is incorrect. Ah. It was actually was it like two year? years. Oh. This really surprised me. <clears throat> I don't I think remember this hearing was anything one, about that. Yeah, I think this was one where everyone knew this game was in development, but they didn't officially announce it until 2016. And then it came out in 2018. So it was only only a two-year gap. That one really surprised me. Okay, so these... Wait, was it delayed? I'm confused now. 
it was delayed a little bit. But no, this is so the game here is between when it was officially announced to when it was released. Okay. Ah, so okay. it's not how long was it delayed. It was just how long between announcement and release. Got it. Got it. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah, I some of them, yeah, some of them were delayed. Some of them were not. Red Dead Redemption 2 was technically delayed, but it was only like a few months. It was like May to October or something like that. Okay. But I thought it was announced much earlier. Like, because everyone knew Red Dead Redemption 2 was happening. But anyway, so, okay, no points on the board still. Back to Curtis. This one I debated taking off the list because we've talked about it a lot, but I kept it on here because no one said the actual number. Cyberpunk 2077. How many years Ooh. between official announcement and actual release? I'm trying to blank when it even came out. Um, <laughs> eight years. That is correct. Wow. <laughs> Curtis is on the board. Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, 2012 to 2020. Oh, I had my years wrong. I was thinking 2013 to 2021. Yeah. <laughs> so in 2012, they launched like a Twitter account that just had like a like a comic style little cutscene announcement that they were just doing this. And then that Twitter account didn't tweet anything, I think, for like five years or something like that it it just it did nothing after that first tweet until they said like rebooting or something they had some really short little tweet before they started the actual marketing campaign in earnest for 2077 and then it did get delayed um even after that a few times until its whole story that we already talked about uh ryan yes i feel bad giving this one to you and not curtis but it is your turn the next game is hollow knight Mm. i mean Mm. i put a lot of time into hollow knight (laughs) it's important yeah definitely don't know this one i don't either but i'm gonna say no delay or it came out it was announced and came out the same year the same year? Yeah. That is incorrect. All right. Curtis, what do you think? Um, Let's just guess three years. No, two years. <laughs> Final answer? Sure. Two years is incorrect. Was it one is it year? Three? You should have got, got it with your gut. It was three years. Oh, wow. Uh, so you have to remember, this was a Kickstarter. So that yeah, naturally extended the time. Yeah, That's all I remember about it. And I didn't actually, actually like. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Paul. I was gonna say it's kind of impressive to me that it's only three years because Kickstarter games are notoriously they they slip, yeah, uh, quite frequently. But yeah, so the Kickstarter was in 2014, came out in 2017. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's still still one zero. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sorry, even know anything about Hollow Knight. I, I remember seeing like it on Steam somewhere. And I thought it looked cool, but I didn't know anything else about it. Put it on my wish list, and my brother got it for me for my birthday when it was on sale. That's oh, wow. how I ended up playing it. So it was like just a very random thing. 
Right. And then I was like, wow, this game's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a cool story. I don't think I have a story like that. <laughs> Most of the games that I absolutely love, I I knew I would love them well before they came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um all right. So we're back to Ryan. I'm ready. Right? Yeah. We're yeah. back to Ryan. Your game is Fallout oh, wait, 4. No, it is Curtis, because I guessed Hollow Knight first. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. Okay, we'll go back to Curtis. Your game is Fallout 4. <laughs> mm. oh, okay, uh, this is a trick question, I feel like. <laughs> uh, less than a year? So do I say one year? You are correct. It was less than one year. It was announced at E3 in 2017, and it came out October 2017. So that's was it announced in E3? I thought they did like this weird. I remember reading an article. Oh about this yes, weird okay, pitch, yeah. Uh, they thing. they did like a countdown, but it wasn't like revealed until E3. They did like a countdown okay. and they said like, "Come for information at E3." It was basically they announced the announcement. Oh, uh, okay, that's what it was. But even so, like the countdown was only a couple weeks earlier or something like that. So yeah, this this is one where that kind of goes against everything we said about big franchises. You know, Fallout's a huge franchise, and they they didn't say anything about it until the year it came out. It's the way to go. Yeah, it was very impressive. All right, so Curtis is two. Ryan is zero. But there are two more games on the list, so we we could bring it down to the wire here. Highly doubtful, but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so, Ryan, we are back to you now. Okay. The next game is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ooh. Uh, that one has got to be four years. Oh, sorry, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> four years is incorrect curtis take it five away. years right five years is right wow curtis I, you're the, I remember guy. where i was when, when it yeah. was announced at e3 in 2015 yeah so um this is the one time for a while there they did like e3 in cinemark theaters like you could go watch playstation's e3 thing at a theater they did it for a few years this is the only one i went to was 2015 and it was it was the one to go to because 2015 <laughs> is frequently referred to as the year of dreams because they announced this is when they re-announced last guardian and and that one actually ended up being a nine year from beginning to end because they announced it like in 2017 or no 2007 and then it disappeared and then at this e3 in 2015 they brought it back and then it came out in 2016 so people freaked out about that people freaked out about shenmue 3 um was announced there and then final fantasy 7 remake was announced there that was also the first time they revealed horizon forbidden or horizon zero dawn like it was it was a crazy e3 for sony it was awesome and I don't actually know if Final Fantasy VII Remake was like officially delayed. 
but it it sure was in limbo for quite a while there. I know it, it was. Came out. I know it got delayed from like 2019 to 2020. Yeah, I don't remember from before that. But did it have like a hard release date, or was it just a year? I don't remember. I can't remember. I didn't. I remember it being announced, but I don't remember paying. I didn't pay too much attention to it after that because I didn't have a PlayStation anyway. Right. So I didn't stress about it. So I don't know. Anyway, last one. We're going to go back to Ryan just to give Ryan a chance to be on the board. I think I might win. (laughs) This one is worth four points. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan. Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. 11 years. <laughs> 11 years. Kingdom Hearts that 3? Is, that is incorrect. That's just a good guess, guess though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think when that came out. Is that 2019? Uh, let's, what did you say, Ryan? 11. 11. Let's say 7 years. This is the 7 year one. <laughs> That is incorrect. Is None eight? of them were actually seven years. This one was six years. Oh, wow. 2013 is when it was officially announced, 2019. Oh, but wow. development on Kingdom Hearts 3 began well before it was officially announced in 2013. So, like, the overall, the overall, like, development cycle of this, I think, was 11 years, if not more. But it wasn't officially, like, announced as, as a real thing until 2013. So there you go. That is d- d- delayed. Curtis is the the first champion of d- d- delayed. <laughs> I said it once. I'll <laughs> say it again. A real numbers guy, that Curtis. <laughs> but uh, everyone's pulling for the underdog for the next round. Some point in the future, Ryan, make a comeback. We'll see. <laughs> we're, all, we're all rooting for you. But putting this together really like like I don't know I haven't run a real average here but the average is somewhere around five years which is really weird to think about like when you hear about a game that you're excited about you should go in expecting on average like five years before that's a thing And that's probably after they've already started development. Yeah, yeah. they've already been making it since then. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when was it 2018 when Elden Ring was announced at E3. Oh, I don't know. I should look that up. It might have been even earlier. Uh, I remember they announced they had a trailer to E3 one year, and then I don't think there was anything on it until last year. Oh, it was announced at E3 2019. So it was okay. actually only ended up being like a little less than three years. Yeah. Man, that hype felt much longer than that. <laughs> that was, just, yeah, that's just an interesting one because they had that trailer in 2019 and then there was nothing. I don't remember any news coming out about Elden Ring until yeah. the trailer last year and then. I feel like it's because it was like a six month, seven month wait is all from that last trailer to the release. Yeah. 
The Wikipedia page does say work began in 2017, and I I'm pretty sure no the George R R Martin thing leaked before 2019, so people like knew that oh, George I think R R Martin right. was working with from that sounds software. familiar. That sounds familiar to me. Yeah, so that's why it feels longer than just those three years. That doesn't seem that's like a four year turnaround. Yeah, yeah, from even. When they, That's I mean, nuts. They, they, they got their system, you know. They, wow. They know what they're doing. Just throw a few so, yeah, heads yeah. on that monster. A few more arms <laughs> on that one. Yeah, it's, yeah. I made a lot of arm models and just uh, yeah. sticking them on everything. <laughs> what do we do with this hand model? Oh, just make it really big. <laughs> just put it on that guy's forehead. Uh, put that on his forehead. Make that one crawl. Take that around. hand. Take that hand. Click on the corner and just drag it. Drag it more. <laughs> drag it more. Perfect. Wow, that is great. Uh, add a little more RNG. All right, we're good. <laughs> yeah, making games is easy. I don't know what. It, <laughs> and I guess I should I should qualify what I said before. It's probably not overall average five years, but for like the biggest releases, it's more likely that it's gonna be that five year mark. Because like even God of War Ragnarok, which is like the same engine, same characters, people are complaining there's a lot of the same animations. Even that is it's gonna push at least two years from like announcement to release and you know if it gets delayed it could slip into three yeah that's crazy yeah so it's i guess the lesson here is when you hear about a new big game for the first time just don't get too excited immediately just be (laughs) like okay cool i will get excited later (laughs) go listen to our hype episode Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need like, to do a follow up to that. Like they officially announced a new Witcher game, and I immediately was just like, "Cool, this will be exciting in probably five years." <laughs> There's also so many games that are already out that no one has time to play. Yeah, it's just like, all right, I have to worry about the eight games that I am also playing. Yeah. Yeah, probably the best cure if you're if you just can't wait for the next game is is look back to games you missed that are like already out, already patched, already vouched for by, you know, thousands of people. And put it on your wish list. <laughs> put it on your wish list and still don't play it. <laughs> don't play it. And then buy it on a sale. And then maybe download it. And then don't play it. <laughs> or Three dollars, Vampire Survivors. Vampire Survivors. Three dollars. Don't even need a sale. Three dollars. Yeah. Wait for the sale, baby. (laughs) Or wait for a sale if you're the weirdo. (laughs) Wait till it's at least ninety percent off. (laughs) Good old three set game. All right. Well, I think I think that's it. I don't have any. I don't have anything else as the host of this episode. Anything else we need to say before we wrap this up? I'm done. I'm done. Coming to see James. 
Let's, uh, let's delay the end of the podcast for a minute. <laughs> well, I was going to say, speaking of delays, uh, we may we may delay the next episode of this podcast. <laughs> we will? <laughs> uh, well, pretty soon we're going to have to delay, right? Yes. I think I, that... I think I'm good for next week. Okay. Okay. Um, Pretty soon there will be a delay yeah. in Chance Time podcast episodes. We'll wait till next week to explain that, though. Okay. Yeah. Either we'll... that or one of us will get on there and just monologue about something. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. We'll have uh, Paul get on here and monologue about Persona for an hour. <laughs> I mean, I'd, just... I'd listen to that. Play it I'll, I'll get on, on next, the podcast the next week and do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll do the. Elden Ring the next week because yeah. we haven't heard enough about that game. Not, not at all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you have any delays that rocked your world, please let us know. Email us chance on podcast at gmail.com or join our discord link in the description. Jump in. Let us know about the worst delays that ruined your life. Or if you have an alternative solution to what we offered to what companies could do to soften the blow of delays. We'd love to hear that too. All right. Thanks All everybody. Right. Uh, estimated time of the next podcast is next week. Yes. Aiming for aiming for. Yeah, that's better. Cur- currently in development. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming to see James.